11 years after Paddy Keenan raised the same trophy in the exact same ground, Loud reclaimed the Division 3 title and marched on their way to the 7th victory in a row. I have the flow of the game and all the talking points. If you've signed up, you'll hear all 40 plus, maybe 41, 42. If not, you'll just have to listen to the couple that I put up for free. You'll also hear the flow of the game, but first, Oasis. So episode 191, the We Are The Champions podcast, plenty to get into, plenty to talk about, but as usual I'm going to start with the flow of the game. Starting team, James Calliff got a nod, he might be a talking point, Donald McKenney was left full, Dan Corcoran was more or less right full, and then Bevan Duffy held the centre marking Josh Ryan. Leonard Gray was left half, Nice Sharkey was in centre half and right half back where number 10 was Conal McKeever. Tommy Dorn and John Clutherbuck continued their partnership in the middle of the field. Liam Jackson was on one wing. Craig Glenn was on the other and Samuel Roy started on Rome from that 40 yards position. Kieran Bourne, he started. Kieran Downey, he started full forward and Darren Alley in the other corner. We might talk about those shortly in the talking points. But yeah, those are the teams that started. Sam finished with six points. Liam Jackson got a goal. And Clutter, John Clutterbuck, Tommy Dornan, Darren Nally and Niall Sharkey got a point each in their victorious day against Limerick in Crow Park on the 2nd of April. Um, it, was, it, was a, it was a funny opening. It was uh, tense. Uh, you're kind of feeling it all day. You're getting the bus up, and you're getting the, you're meeting loud fans, and they're potting around. There's nervous trepidation. You're kind of thinking, "Oh, we've beaten Limerick already," but then I was confident during the week that there was just a little bit much of a football inside, not much of a football inside, more of an athletic bunch of players, and fair play to them building on that siege of momentum to get out of Division Three. But um, that big man they've anchored all their kind of attacks off. We, we spoke about it during the week with David Ryan Bourne that uh, Josh Ryan, he hit a free, Bevan cracks, it was a rugby tackle, into Killian Fahey, the midfielder, to come into the side and started. He would have to go off about a quarter of an hour later. So a big kind of loss, they're taking that energy, that engine room, right out of the fold, straight away, uh, from Bevan Duffy. Then Sam gets his fifth 45 of the season, and then he gets another one to put us um, 3-2 ahead after Casey got his score that kind of got his confidence up after being given the nod and then Enright on the loop he was he was quite good he um, he was good on the wing Adrian Enright he kind of gave uh, Leonard Gray um, a torrid time and a reason for him to be taken off but on the loop on his left foot he good link up play but we missed two goal chances Sam had a, had a chance and Tommy Doran in that period as well but still, after Sam hit his second 45, Darren Alley put us 4-2 ahead. I'm going to talk about that in a few minutes. That was the 16th minute of play. It took us 20 minutes, nearly the guts of 20 minutes to score again. Sam free, but by that stage, we were 6-4 down because Limerick came back and they hit four in a row. Hugh Buck was very lively in the corner. We mentioned him beforehand. We mentioned him during the week. We mentioned him the last time they played. We mentioned him after we played. We mentioned him with Stephen Keeley as well. He's from that same club in it there. Um, good forward and he, he, he made good scores. Like got, got two in a row. Peter Nash in the other corner. He landed a point as well. Busy little player. Um, but kicked a nice point. Um, Michael Donovan. They missed Brian Donovan. If you had to listen during the week, you would have known that their key 40 yards was out as well. So if you're looking to uh, 
get insight on the game you would have missed out there big time but we did kind of mention it in the when the team was named on Larry the Bird so you should sign up for all that extra stuff as well um, his brother Michael Donovan come up the field and call it back he just, he just stabbed it earlier on but he found his range to put Limerick 6-4 ahead and you're like oh we're just not on it today and they were and Sam gets us back into the game 20 minutes uh, breaking that barren spell of a drought no no scoring to put it back to a one point game and Enright again off the wing coming inside 7-5 ahead then Sam gets a free just before half time to make it happy enough like to win only a point down having not played overly well and gone so long without scoring it was a bit of a psychological boost and sapped kind of Limerick uh, I, t- I felt as well but still they came back out Josh Ryan gets a score 8-6 John Tutterbuck then gets a really incisive score they look to have lifted it in the second half started the second half loud Ryan then gets a second score that was a key score we'll be talking about that in a few minutes 9-7 still go ahead Casey gets a score off his left foot 9-8 then Peter Nash gets a second point and then he gets taken off that puts them 10-8 and then Limerick have a barren spell themselves they go on a bit of a drought they go 15 minutes without scoring in that key 15 minutes we hit 1-4 to no reply Samurai gets his first and only point from play to narrow the gap to a point then Liam Jackson counter-attacking goal started in the left corner by Dan Corcoran zoomed all the way up or intercepted by Dan then zoomed all the way up by Kieran Bourne in transition Gives the pass just a little bit off, but it needed to be nearly off because it allowed Liam to get get the ball in front of the Limerick defender, flick it by him, and drive on. And then he had to be cool, calm, and collected to finish finish by Donald Sullivan. It was a good goalie and our captain, and he couldn't stop it. That but that couldn't stop that low finish to the net. One nine to ten, and fifty six minute, fifty four minute. Crowds up, the confidence is up and loud, and to be honest, I felt there was no way back. Especially the next play, Tommy Dorn outside the right, right, right boot. How do you like that? One ten to ten, and um, we're coasting now. Casey gets another point with a celebration as well, um, and then Sam gets a free, and um, one twelve to ten to bring the score and tally to finish. And Limerick had simply no, simply, simply no answer after that. The, the most, all they could muster up was a couple of Robbie Burke frees come off the bench, big dirty left-footed frees, drilled them over, and he missed one as well. And Casey got a, got his fourth and final point of the day um, in between, and Niall Sharkey came up the field to get the, the People's Choice Award for like just um, crowd favour and everyone. I think everyone in the ground was absolutely delighted to see him come up the field. Fire that point over the bar. When they finished, one fourteen to twelve points, five point winner, seven point turnaround, and we just, we just we could savor the day. We enjoyed the football. We thought they played well with a good performance. It was just brilliant, and uh, we we won't hear from anyone. That is a sad, sad thing about this. We won't hear about any the, the adrenaline pumped players, managers, coaches um, after the game because they, they decided not to speak and like. Oh look, you could. I might actually still even talk to them during the week, but it's just not the same. You want to be speaking to them on the pitch with the sweat still on the jersey and the heart still racing, and the managers with earpieces still in their ears, and just um, that sheer joy. You want to eke that out of the lads and pull it onto paper or put it into the podcast, but it just wasn't to be. Um, but we will. That was the flow of the game, and we will now get into the talking points. 
So talking about number one, I suppose that's the that's the first one that I want to talk about. Just leaning off that point, it's one of the great days, like one of the great days of what following loud watching. It's actually one of the days I wish I wasn't behind a microphone or or bringing a pen and paper with me to take notes. I wish I could just sit and savor and watch. And I'll watch the, the the match back fully and all that. But it's just not the same. You don't have to be a supporter because I could sense it. Like I said, on the bus on the way up. The fans, they were getting in and out. There was red jerseys, splashes of colour. Everyone was enthusiastic. There was a buzz about it. That apathy that we used to have is all completely gone. Everything's looking up. And it was just, yeah, it was just class. Absolutely. It's just gorgeous. It was just it was just really good and really proud. Like, you, like you're missing out if you weren't there today. Every, a lot of people were going. And if you're, you, you weren't able to go, you were sick that you weren't able to go. Wasn't like ah oh, no I'm not gonna bother me I going up and people were going up with their kids and um, elderly people were going up as well um, that uh, are they able to go actually just a funny thing that happened during the week a lot of elderly people come up to me and they said that uh, they like to they like listening to the podcast because they can't get to the games get out as much and they still feel informed so if you have any elderly parents relatives grandparents or anything that would like to get signed up and listened on I could help them out and just send it on anyway um, do let me know because I think, I think it, was, it was the feedback it was great from them that they, they could feel in touch and they, they knew what was going on well somewhat anyway from from listening to the podcast sorry so it mightn't be as good and I was able to read it in the paper as well so just thought yeah just thought it was really nice um, a couple of people said it to me um, as well and uh one one uh, blues legend as well, very very uh, tall blues legend to put it that way, without saying any names, and a couple of tall other players from generations that played for Loud in the past also. Um, talking point number two was um, the warrior Peach Caliph played with a popped out shoulder the week before, uh, suffered it, and still. I, I kind of thought he would play it was hinted at it during the week it was hinted at it on the bus up to the, to the pitch that there might be a, a change but it was an unexpected change and it wasn't pitching goals he was good enough to start he wasn't actually troubled maybe the boys the defenders knew like let's give Peach a dig out he's dug us out in the past let's not have a let's not have him have a shot to save and that's it, that deemed to be the case Bar one kick out, he was bang on. He didn't get out the field as much as I thought he would. Um, did a couple of times, and we weren't really pressing their kick outs. That's a talking point I'm going to talk about as well. But yeah, really, really good performance. Oh God, I'm getting tired. I'm yawning here. But a really, really good performance from uh, from Peach, and like just shows put his body on the line, and also to the medical staff as well who put their who put their um, I suppose put their kind of expertise into him and kind of got him out onto the field um, which is great and it was needed in the end because uh, Peach is a vital part of the team and the, the organisation and, and kick out like I said um, so well done to him and Wendell, Wendell, well done to all there as well so talking point number three yeah, go on, I'll give you another one it has to be um, Darren Alley he got a great he had a great start of the game he had a great game he, he's blossomed he's got himself back into the side he knows what it takes to work and get into it but I thought some of the skill level today was brilliant he had a shot probably would have, would have kicked another point and he was kind of uh, hindered by his club mate ran across him but he worked so hard across the field 
he um, plucked a great ball, an early kick out, kind of give him confidence and Peach confidence as well. His uh, his point was just the lines of running. It was like a training ground, training ground drill, where they're just crisscrossing lines, arrows off the shoulder, off the shoulder, kicks that point and just sends us into a nice early early lead, four two ahead. But um, yeah, from a young player, it just shows his improvement so far this season. I just thought it was brilliant, and it just epitomised all that's going right for Loud at the moment. A good young player, um, showing well in this club. Uh, and sometimes maybe not uh, showing well at club and county but still trusted that he'd bring that quality through and he has done and he has done on the big day um, after a lot of time and um, I suppose minutes has been invested and right from the start of the league campaign <coughs> um, talking point number four that is our sixth win in a row that'd be right yeah, no, seven win in a row. Seven win in a row. Eight unbeaten game in a row. When was the last time that's happened? Please let me know because you're going right into the history books now, really and truly. But just shows winning's a habit and we are right in that winning mentality. Talking point number five, the mocks link up. Craig Lennon spins the ball across. Lovely. It was nearly like a flat pass. Like a, It wasn't even a diagonal pass. It was like a parallel pass to his club mate, um, Casey Bourne, Kieran Bourne to fire over and put us in the ascendancy early on. It's just nice to see that link up play from the club mates, uh, from the Moctis. But um, if you've signed up, that's it. That's all for your free podcast or for your free talking points. Do sign up for more. I'm telling you, there's more. You would have got a free sample of it all last week after that Wicklow game for that promotion. But you really need to sign up and hear the rest of them because they're a bit of crack. You'll enjoy them. You'll be informed. And uh, you really, really look at for four euro a month. I think you got some people got fourteen podcasts last week. So don't, don't even, you work that out how cheap that is? But it's absolutely uh, <coughs> really good, and you can't hear it anywhere else. Even when people were talking all oh, about the division three, I heard Colin Rock's pitiful preview during the week. Uh, he actually says, "Oh, and the reward Limerick and Loud will get will be actually playing Mead next year in Division 2 as if Mead is a, is a reward or something to be aimed at um, but I think you, it was the only place you could get a bloody preview so do sign up we'll be going more now towards the club action but we will be drilling down into this uh, under 20 game at the weekend and also the um, the championship at the end of the month of 24th of April so do sign up at the start of the month as well but you will get all the back catalogue of Loud and Proud podcast that was there uh, transfers managerial Murray go rounds different interviews and all that you get to sign up so I urge you now to do it um, also just to finish I suppose the wrap at the the end of the podcast looking over the whole um, week it was a disappointing loss for the Laird Horlers against Wicklow in the Big Elliott Cup the championship uh, tough loss for the Miners but they showed really good heart the footballers to, uh, they were leading at half time to bounce back from that Dublin victory and just, just narrowly lost out to Westmead at home which was tough like to, tough to do and they probably missed the sight and they probably regret losing that still have one more game to go and if they win that they might just get a third place out of that but I thought that was more about character than anything to put on the red jersey and represent them with pride and show that they all are good players and show up to it then on Friday night we had the Shield and Cup and the Kevin Mullen Shield they haven't gone away you know 
the Newtown Blues with probably about seven or eight, maybe nine lads uh, missing to come back into it. Beat the Mokhtas by six points, one twelve to nine. The Mokhtas without those two Mokhts boys that linked up, um, Craig Lennon and Kieran Bourne, they've added a couple of players, but there were no match for the Blues on the night, just full of pace, full of running, and just um, could have had a lot more. Um, the game was delayed with an injury Dylan Farrell wishing the best luck good young player um, played actually again as recently as last week um, so hopefully he'll have a speedy recovery and the delay is just uh, just uh, shouldn't happen you know in this day and age you would have a double header there for championship matches maybe it's just a lack of foresight maybe they, maybe it's just down to I mean it just wasn't available at, at that time or maybe Covid comes into it as well still but yeah the the Blues got a big win and they'll they'll drive on now on the Dales lane as well especially with that confidence boost behind them um, and speaking of momentum the Glen Emmett's they continue to roll they picked up another another bit of silverware they were the first team crowned with any silverware this season they got a win over in the Piercy and James Butler to the fore, Alex Carlin coming in. Um, it's just, it's just uh, keeping that truck going for for the Glen Emmets and they'll have Conor Grimes to welcome back in the championship as well in the intermediate grade. They want to do get, make short work in the league again, so they're doing everything they can to make that happen. But um, it was all about, I suppose, the county this weekend and Loud in Crow Park. Um, really enjoyed the day really enjoyed that podcast um, thanks very much for listening and please do sign up if you haven't signed up already we're going to be talking about the uh, Horland Laurie Maher Cup during the week we're going to talk about the Loud Under 20s they take, off, uh, take on awfully in Faithful Fields so do sign up and listen to that um, and probably try and get some reaction maybe or something from the Loud camp after their win they were in Dunningham celebrating to the wee hours probably celebrating beyond the podcast the time of the podcast recording um, so some could say I'm working harder than they are <laughs> or maybe I'm not enjoying myself as much as they are because they actually did the business that's all on the Loud and Proud podcast thanks very much for listening thanks very much for a great week and thanks very much for a great day anyone who's speaking to on the way up or on the way home or during the match it was great to meet you and put uh, names to faces and faces to names so um, yeah on Liverpool, congratulations to the to the lads, the team, the Mickey and Gavin and the backroom staff and all the supporters that enjoyed the day. Good luck. Come on, loud.